This is a pre-recorded version of the WTKA Roundtable <laughs> on WTKA, unsurprisingly, 9 o'clock Thursdays. It is recorded, however, so if you call in, no one will answer. Here on the Michigan Insider Sports Talk 1050 WTKA online at WTK.com. Sam Webb, Mr. Iron Weintraub on the other side, and joining me as they do every Thursday in the nine o'clock hour, the crew from M Go Blog. They are back once again. The boys are back in town. Starting off first with the man that started it all at M Go Blog, Mr. Brian Cook. Brian, how are you? The bus was late, so I'm not <laughs> in a good frame of mind to talk about what we have to talk about. <laughs> Very annoying, but I'm going to try to keep it together. <laughs> All right. Seth Fisher. Seth, how are you? I'm having even a rougher time. Rod Moore changed his number to nine, which looks just like zero when you're 3 a.m. trying to do, like, film study. And, like, you got two guys in the secondary with, like, circular single-digit numbers out there. Like, no, you can't do this to me, Rod Moore. Not, I, can't, <laughs> I can't have that happen and then talk about other things today. But if Rod has his way, it'll only be this season. <laughs> you know, I guess uh, Mikey will only be around uh, one more year anyway, but Rod is aim- aiming for that too. Uh, but Craig Ross, Craig, how are you? I'm doing good. Unlike those guys, I had a good experience. I, I was up late watching the uh, Braylon Fest last night with Alex, who'd never, Alex Drain, who'd never seen the game. And he has this idea that he's going to go through a lot of old games that he never saw with me, which are games that I all saw. And we're going to chit chat about them. And maybe he's going to write about them. Brian may not know this is happening, but you know, his theory is to, to put them up on, on I, I, go blog. I've been informed. You've been informed. Okay, <laughs> good. Yeah, well, I mean, whether this is a style I, of management here. <laughs> yeah. Whether this is a good idea or not, I don't know, but it, it was interesting. So we'll see. So uh, guys, I believe it was a, about a week ago today that at least looking back and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that, you know, it started being postings. I think it was on MGO blogs message board where mm-hmm. posters started saying, Hey, look, Shimmy Schimbeckler has a really um, uh, questionable, to say the least, uh, offensive is might might be putting it lightly even social media history. Now we uh, had we didn't get wind of it, at least I didn't, until around Friday afternoon, Friday evening. By that time, it is a full blown storm, and it was clear to me at that point that he was. He wasn't going to be long for that. He wasn't going to make it through the weekend <laughs> with the job. And ultimately, he did not as he was uh, removed the very next day. So uh, take me through the chronology of events first, Brian. Second, your reaction to how it played out. And then third, was there any surprise? You could answer that was in any sequence. But what I found interesting is that there are a lot of people 
that I guess had who were familiar with him on social media who weren't surprised that, you know, that this is something that was discovered when looking at his history. Yeah. And that's um, that's the, I think that's the real problem is that as soon as Shemi Schembecker was hired, I, I had this sort of like sense that there was something wrong with this. Like that, like I, I knew kind of like, oh, I don't think that's like a kind of guy you want associated with the university, but nobody in the athletic department apparently did. And no, and like they, there was an ESPN article that was like, yeah, we ran a background check on the guy. No, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't. If you, if there's publicly okay. available information on Twitter that you didn't check, you didn't run a background check. And I mean, so this is my guess as to what happened is that Harbaugh went around everything and just was like, yeah, we'll hire you and caught the university pretty flat footed because I mean, a guy with that kind of social media presence just can't work for a university or probably a Kmart. Like, I don't know what his employment prospects are going to be going forward. He issued that statement, but nobody believes that statement. Right. Cause I mean, you spent years endorsing some pretty racist stuff on Twitter. Like you didn't have a change of heart because you lost a job. That's not the way this works. If anything, he's probably going to double down anyway. So yeah, it's, I, it's an unfortunate pattern that's been going on with the Mel Pearson thing with not suspended Mozzie Smith, even for a half against Indiana after the, the gun charge or the, his arrest, I guess the charge came later, just kind of a ongoing public relations problem. And now you've got people at the, at the athletic writing articles that are like Michigan, you know, embarrasses itself once again and you're like okay there's like a couple of those in there that are a little bit sketchy like matt weiss what was the university supposed to do like they fired him immediately but yeah it's at this point it's it's a pattern and it's something that is a problem for you and i don't <laughs> i don't know what you do to fix it seth yeah i, I mean like the, the timeline of this is two months ago people knew that shemmy was around the building I don't know if he was officially hired or what his position was or whatever, but you know Harbaugh was doing a bow. He was trying to do a shout out. He was trying to do a, um, he's trying to give a position to the son of Bo Schembechler. And I don't think there was any other qualification that really was part of that. So they had two months, not just two days, but it only took less than two hours for our message board to go and find it because that's what you do when you hire somebody and you see a name and you go okay i wonder what this person is like right someone uh my kid's gonna go play at somebody's house i i look up the parents social media real quick and just see who this person is and i i want to make a couple things very clear they were there were very white supremacist ideas that he was endorsing on there it wasn't just like it wasn't just one tweet it wasn't just one thing and it was going to be a major problem if Michigan held on to him because they were going to, you know, Ohio State could show this to any recruit and be like, hey, this guy's in the recruiting department. Like, that was, it, it was a, a cut and dry situation. Um, and it's just such an own goal. They had two months to know this. And it wasn't like they didn't, it's not like people didn't recognize this was happening. It's not like people around Michigan don't know Shemi. He's been around for a very long time. And, to get to that situation where you have to get pressured to do it is just this is pro this might be like as far as how organized you need to be in order to run this part department this was a major major screw up even if it, like the the event itself was minor
As always, I'll be in the minority. Uh, this to me is a non-story. Uh, it, you know, this would be like this was an unimportant position. That was this was a favor by Harbaugh to a guy who was out of work. Uh, now I would never hire the guy from my one experience. Let's call it with him because uh, it was unimpressive. Uh, but. Harbaugh apparently has a long history with him and decided he was going to find a job for him because he was out of work. But this job wasn't much higher than janitor. And once the university figured out uh, the who they had on their hands, they got rid of them. Uh, they never announced a hiring, uh, as far as I can tell. Uh, I think Shemi announced his own hiring. And uh, and then two days later, or three days later, the, a firing, quote, firing was announced. To me, non-story, the university, the athletic department probably did nothing wrong here. Maybe they should have uh, been more careful in checking social media. Uh, but again, the big problem for me out of the athletic department is uh, their lack of transparency. Uh, and, and it seems to me if they made some effort to be a little more transparent about what's going on, the public relations wouldn't be quite quite so bad. And I think that's true with in the Mel situation. I think it's it's uh, true here. Uh, but again, this is, I don't know, hard, I mean, hard for me to get too worked up over this can't. particular story when they fired him at, at two days after Shemi announced that, that he had been hired. I mean, you, what you exactly did they do? I can't call so it a non-story when there are lots of stories about it. It's it. I like, can't because it's, 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 this is make weight stuff and maybe Michigan needs and the athletic department needs to be aware that they're an obvious pinata. And, and so they need to be more careful, but really, I mean, to me, this is like a, a nothing more careful. Like they, they, they weren't careful at all. We don't like, know. Cause they're not transparent. We, we do know. Because they tried to hire a guy who's basically David Duke, but he worked for the Raiders for a while. <laughs> well, I agree. I never would have hired the guy to be dog killer. But so uh, listen, this is the, the part that was surprising to me was not that um, not that people were able to uncover things, right? Because people go and look at this. Let this be a lesson to the kids. Not just what you tweet; it's what you like. It's your your social media habits. But that there was such, what was a surprise to me was that there was such common knowledge that he was out there with his beliefs. Maybe people were surprised that about the racism aspect of it, but there were a lot, there seemed to be a lot of knowledge in the space that he was, you know, he was pretty extreme in his beliefs, in his belief system. So that that didn't raise uh, a greater level of scrutiny into him on some level is a bit surprising. And I guess my biggest takeaway from this will be, all right, this let it be made it be clear across the board that no matter who it is and no matter what the level of the position, or you said it's a level above janitor, that the level, the amount of scrutiny that goes into them is finite, including well, a thorough social, social media yeah, inspection. Uh, well, I think so, that's a lesson. You're right. Well, that's so true. I've long posited that what, football teams need to do is they need to have a kid who's about 16, 17, who does nothing but play Madden all day to make the decisions at the end of halves 
<laughs> and so what the department needs is they need the most brain poisoned person on the planet who's <laughs> like on Twitter 24 seven, just as they're like, we're two online liaison. Cause they would have snuffed out the Shemi stuff way before any of this happened. That's a fair point. So, uh, I got a couple candidates. <laughs> <laughs> Seth? No. Was that, was that, did it? no, you're was not it getting rid of me that easily. <laughs> was it on the blog, by the way? It was it was that where it first started coming It was on our message board, day. yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, I think it started percolating up in several places at once. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know that there were people on Twitter, um, multiple people who were taking screenshots of his likes. And uh, there were people on the message board who were like, I don't know about this. So, yeah, I mean, it it really is just an own goal, as, as Seth said. Um, and I think this was pretty predictable from Shemi's reaction to the Robert Anderson stuff. And I know that's very difficult uh, at situation to find yourself in. But as uh, Craig said, I was not impressed. Uh, and so for this to get this far and for it to blow up like this does feel like, you know, Michigan's head coach is kind of a loose cannon and these kind of things are, are going to happen unless you have a pretty good process in to, to vet and like stop these things from happening, which is clear. Michigan doesn't really. So, um, well, I, I think it's probably the case that, you know, cause <laughs> look, the tweets started tagging. So it started tagging you, Mish, you, Mish football and Santa Ono who's on Twitter more than my niece. So if he's if he's seeing this stuff, I, I don't think there's any. Qu- That's how I was like when I first saw it on Friday. Like oh, he's done. He, there's there's just no way that this makes it past the weekend. I say that to say if if this brings to the surface that vetting of social media isn't as thorough as it needs to be, obviously not. That yeah. this is this is that that inflection point, if you will, because. You got the king of all presidents on, on at least uh, of universities anyway, uh, as far as Twitter is concerned, uh, seeing this. And that is uh, that is in and of itself a sign that this will be something that you don't see happen. Yeah, I mean, you guys are all right. But, the you know, the 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 big issue to me isn't so much. I mean, maybe it is an issue. I don't know. But the if they hadn't have fired him and hadn't fired him right away, that would be a scandal. That would be a big deal. I, yeah. You know, I, you know, and here's the thing. And it's, it's the, yeah. it's the equivalent, it's the PR equivalent of not having your leg on the post when, a when the puck's bouncing off the boards, it's an easy thing. And that's what the, this is a very easy, easy thing. There was a cut and dry. Seth, did you have to say that? <laughs> <laughs> what yes, are we, this, why did you bring that up? <laughs> yeah. I, look, I, I think, I think at the end of the day, I think the simple explanation is the the obvious and simple explanation is the right one is that it it's Shimmy Schimbeckler. And so because it was Shimmy Schimbeckler, he was he was hired and it was just he was hired. And the, the process probably uh, or wasn't as intensive as it would have been or as it will be moving forward. Uh, that that now if a, a someone with profile, uh, you know, that you're already familiar with uh, is put in front of. For any position, janitor even, yeah. that that person is going to get a much, a much tougher, much more intense look than they would have gotten before this. I mean, I, I this seems sort of sui generis is that like I don't know if there's another human being on the planet who has vague football credentials from working in the NFL and is that stupid 
<laughs> to put those likes out there. My, you know, this was my off-air take. Uh, was that yes? This is in in incredible stupidity aside from anything else incredibly offensive he shouldn't have a job here uh that's all true but uh, you know but this is only a pr scandal uh and perhaps a negligent scandal by somebody but since the athletic department is so uh they're not transparent ever uh it's hard to know what you know what down i mean fundamentally craig this is a pr business yeah, like, well, I hear you. I hear. That's, I mean, like you're this, you're changing my mind a bit. This is this is a situation where the university has a certain reputation, and people will choose to attend it or not based on that reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Maybe maybe I'm just wrong. So, uh, so you know, here today, gone tomorrow. It was announced on Wednesday. He was. Uh, this part I agree with you, Craig. Uh, look, there was no quibbling. Was it? <laughs> You know, I mean, he, I'm not, I'm not going to give him any credit for that. Here's where I, here's where I sort of, you know, I was running into some very clear, Hey, this is, this is just his social media, like not his, not his opinion. If he just, if he just erases it. And then you had some folks in the football family that were trying to, you know, trying to help him out and trying to get the, get the thing uh square it away it's like man no you can't you can't do that mm -hmm. there's just no. no there's no salvaging this no and so there i i only raise it because i know that that sentiment existed well and there were some people who were like well what about donovan edwards yeah one 20 year old guy making a stupid right. like on a tweet and then getting hell for it is different yeah. because it wasn't a years-long pattern of flatly racist behavior and yeah because there and you can and see anti trans and insurrectionists on twitter one of the things people were saying oh they're, they're hoping this blows over they're gonna try to they're gonna try to just you know drag it out and hope people forget and no and this was because <laughs> i saw this right there is no way he have, makes it through the weekend have you met the internet <laughs> <laughs> so he did well, make it through the weekend. it always goes to show like if you put on your uh Twitter profile retweets are not endorsements. They still are. They still are. They, they still are. are. Yeah, that that'll be the lesson. So you know, someone uh, not that we should be giving tips to people who, uh, who <laughs> subscribe to subscribe to to racist ideology uh, and and out there theories. Uh, but you don't just have to post them to show people that that's where you how you lean. That's what you believe. There are other ways in which you can show that. And this is the a textbook example. You also need to have a filter for what ideas come into your head, and um, that's that's part of the <sighs> me. That that's a bigger thing, yeah. and that's why people. So that's why this got became a story is because it touched on other issues. It was not what, how much damage can one assistant recruiting whatever his position was going to. It's because it touches on <laughs> everything else that we live in right now and one of the well, you know, people, that some so crazy it, I, I would say it raises a point so the biggest reason why i think people were thinking that this could blow over is because people were some folks are trying to make this a political thing it's like hey man i, I get it I, I get how there are some political you know sort of um tie-ins here but this this level of of stupidity 
goes it transcends politics it goes far below it's just right and wrong well it used to um but this is a sports talk show so. yeah so we won't get <laughs> off into that. But, but my point is you can actually draw the line even among those who who lean in in the direction that shimmy leans in politically look if that guy was an usher at a movie theater and those likes became public knowledge and were pat that guy would be fired yesterday there is no job outside of like Newsmax that Shemi Shemok would have held after that became part of the public yeah. record. Yeah, no I, 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 I 100% agree with that. What I'm not sure, sure of is how aggressive an employer has to be, you know, for a movie usher, for example, in, in checking his Twitter well, accounts. Well, for, I mean, is that, is that you know, it, no. When I worked at a movie theater, half the people there were baked out of their mind the whole time. Correct. That's a different situation. And but I'm not sure this is much different. I'm not sure this very, job is a lot different. It's very different. Because, because his working, name is Shem Beckler as opposed to Jones? Because he's working for the University of Michigan. Okay. And he you wouldn't know, have the, been working for Michigan if his name wasn't Shem Beckler. There are certain well, expectations. Well, that's for sure true. I think you're right. We place on employees at the University of Michigan that we do not place on 17-year-olds sweeping up popcorn. Well, I tell you what. To close this out, I mean, if if Donovan had had thousands, right, of, yeah. of examples of you know the b- unbelievably offensive <laughs> belief systems, then it, it would have been a different story. Yeah, but, the, but I mean, people agree with the sentiments, and so they think he's on their team, and they're like, "So this isn't a big deal." And it's like, "No, it absolutely is. This is an embarrassment." And if you think this way, you're an embarrassment to the University of Michigan. So get off my message board. <laughs> my All advice right. is don't be on a message board in the first place. But that's so that's... hypocritical. <laughs> Why? You're like a walking message board. <laughs> I see You're literally on a sports you talk radio show time, right man. now. <laughs> I, well, I know, but yeah, well, you know, he was representing the University of Michigan, and they were going to have him recruiting black kids. I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, I mean, from a million points of view, the guy, you know, should not have a job. Yeah, and yeah. you know, the the question is only the only question is, uh, would you know, how does Michigan handle hiring this sort of position? And I guess the answer is, and maybe you guys are right, is you, you go in and you look at all the social media you accounts before. You maybe have you to. just have to do that. You have and to. so I'm probably just wrong because I pay no attention to it. To social media, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, 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 man, I was totally in the dark about this until Friday evening or afternoon is when I got wind of it. And so it was like, man. <laughs> what's going he said well, i thought it was a joke at first like you, come on someone made this up right and then you look and it's like man it, it's impossible for him to clean this it's just no way it's too much too well much. apparently he tried he i mean a, yeah. man, he still wasn't done I just, I, just, I just love the idea of him going into his twitter account and unliking six thousand posts <laughs> <laughs> just like sitting there for hours being like whoopsie 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 you would have thought uh, you know a few hundred in you're like oh this is ridiculous let me just get <laughs> exactly what happened that's exactly what happened he got a like, few hundred into like four thousand tweets and, and then they just scrub the and they scrub the account yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like how yeah. far does this go back till tuesday god damn it <laughs> <laughs> i think you can say that ira i don't know if it goes up 
He's fine. Get- You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. We got we to get to a break. Brian's been on fire lately. We got to get to a break. Be back on the other side. Here, more MGO Vlog Roundtable at Sports Talk 1050 WTKA. The ticket. <laughs> Clear on the radio, and Brian, you're fine. Just all right. Hitting the like <laughs> button, like to unlike all his stuff. Just sit, this. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! What? <laughs> I don't even know what. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't even know what this means. So uh, <laughs> to hit the unlike button or to so, hit. The, so I mean, Fred, I, uh, it's on, a thing on yeah. Twitter. You can either yeah. reply to a post or okay. retweet it, which puts it in your timeline. Right. Um. <clears throat> and. Uh, or, or you can like it, which doesn't do anything to your timeline, but like tells the person that I enjoyed this post. Okay. Um, and then if you want to unlike a post, you have to go back to the post and hit the like button again, which will unlike it. So it sort of neutralizes what you did originally. Yeah. That- it, and so okay. there is a there is a page on your Twitter where you can see all the posts that you've liked. I mean, people mm-hmm. sometimes use it as a bookmark too. I, I, I see. Use it as a bookmark. Um. <clears throat> so. Yeah, and then you, so then you, he's just like on on this like screen of like the most horrible racist stuff you can think of, and just like hitting that heart button. It's a heart button too. It's a heart. Yeah. A little it's heart. A heart. It's a little red heart. <laughs> well, it's just like I, I, wow. What did you? What made you think that this wasn't going to be a? Th- he clearly thought just by liking it, it was not going to show up. It, yeah, this, that's that was different. Yeah. And like it is true that you have to go on to a particular page to see someone's likes, but they are public, um, and people do it. So that's the other thing, Craig. People, mm-hmm. so you get on Twitter, yeah, they're gonna look at, they're gonna go to your page, they're gonna look and see uh, all your posts, and then they're gonna click that tab that says your likes, and they're well, gonna look, go through what you've liked. I think with Shemi, like he already had like sort of a reputation. So if it was just some random guy named Buck Showalter, that's not a good name for a random guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's random manager of the Orioles, right? So, but like, if it was just not some random the Orioles anymore, some random guy, then it's possible you might have gotten away with it because people were just like, ah. But I think yeah. Shimmy had a reputation already at that point because I I had some sort of disquiet when I heard that Michigan was going to hire him because I was like, isn't that guy kind of so I'm sure other people knew that and were looking. You know what? And I, I don't. I guess I hadn't heard, or I didn't hear when I was talking to people about this. I didn't hear as much reference to his Twitter activity as I did his Facebook activity. Like he, <laughs> Facebook activity is worse. That they say he is. I know Ira said he had. I had more than one person, including Ira, say I had to cop stop following the dude on Facebook because he was just out there. Oh, correct. Wow. Uh-huh. So what happened here? Harbaugh hires a dude because he feels sorry for him and he knows him since he was a kid. Yeah. And he goes to Ward and said, we're hiring this guy. And Ward says what? Or he doesn't go to, to Ward. The, he didn't go to Ward. Who does he go to? He, there's no way he went to. There's no way. That, that's the whole problem. There was no process on the top of it. There I needs mean, he's got to get. He's got to tell HR to cut a paycheck, right? Like if he's been in the building for two months, is he doing yeah, I mean, that pro bono? Has, has he been actually- paid? Was it actually official yet? See, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, there's no announcement the by the AD. No, that's, no, the, AD that's never the FOIA question that, that, that I'm sure they're, they're paying somebody uh, to figure out right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, there's this culture and coaching of like, mm-hmm. if a guy doesn't have a job, you need to get him a job. Mm-hmm. Like, you, mm-hmm. I mean, you can see that like 
Back in about 20 seconds, guys. Yeah. DJ Durkin has a job, right? (laughs) So there's, there's really almost nothing you can do as a coach that will cause the network to not hire you. We'll see you about Coming back on radio, guys. Stand by. Yeah. We are back on radio in five, four, three. And we are back, folks, here on the Michigan Insider Sports Talk 1050 WTKA online at WTK.com. Sam Webb and the MGO Blog Roundtable joins me. Brian Cook, Greg Ross, Seth Fisher. And so, guys, let's, uh, let's pivot and talk about Big Ten. Big Ten Network. Big uh, Ten more good news. Game. Big Ten <laughs> night game. More competence. I, I mean, well, you know, it, 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 this whole thing begs another process question, question yeah. because – it, as Pete Thamel reported on ESPN, the Big Ten is in a, in a bit of a quandary right now, trying to figure out how to salvage as much of this deal he negotiated, the, the, the money, uh, as much money from this deal he negotiated as possible. Because come to find out, they have to start paying money back and figure out how they're going to execute certain things that they didn't know they were going to have to execute. Money they're going to have to pay back from the Big Ten championship game that he sold to NBC that he didn't have the right to sell the NBC because it's controlled by the Big Ten Network, which you would think the commissioner of the Big Ten would know Brian Cook. And him promising in November night games in a league where the, the member institutions have expressed profusely their disdain for the concept of that, they, their disapproval for any, any exploration of that. And yet he went, and negotiated that too. How do these things get to this point where you know the contractual or you're they're talking to ADs, including Ward Manuel, and it's like, man, we we're just not finding out about this. Well, I don't know how much to believe that because there's the article on ESPN that Ward Manual is like, ah, oh, I didn't know about this. And then there's a link in this article to an article from nine months ago where NBC is like, well, Rittenberg writes it, and Rittenberg writes that like NBC wants to have primetime games and it's like did did you think that was like primetime like they're gonna brand it big 10 saturday night or whatever in prime time and like did you think that only counted for two-thirds of the season now i think they have a pretty easy way around the night games and that's just like every game in at ucla or usc is a night right. game <laughs> and that like fixes it it's probably what usc and ucla want and it, and the weather's okay and those are going to be usually some of the more marquee matchups, right? You know, USC, Ohio State, USA, Michigan, U- USC, USC, UCLA, UCLA. State. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I don't. I think that <clears throat> you might see the occasional uh, game that gets moved to Ford Field. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, guys! This is a win for Michigan State. Have you? Do you not remember like every year when Michigan State's already lost the Michigan game and now they're tanking and like the, the everything looks bad and like four people show up to their game in November? Like moving that to Ford Field is a win. Uh, yeah. Well, they're they're like, well, we need the exposure, and I think Mel Tucker was like. Uh, maybe we don't need the exposure. <laughs> maybe I mean, we can just be at noon on, on He, well, I mean, he promised these guys they were playing in the NFL stadium one day, and now he gets to make good on that promise. What's more embarrassing, having a horrible season and having a senior, a senior day half full and getting blown out at home or taking that experience on the road where there's at least an excuse for your fans not to come? I think the senior day is going to be in like October or something. It is. Yeah. I think it's November 1st. first Saturday in November. Okay. So they're messing up their senior day. They're going to be in a situation where I bet that's 50 50 
Michigan State, Penn State. And like I remember when Dave Brandon sold a Michigan State hockey game after I bought season tickets. Yeah. And I was livid because it's like, okay, we're going to play this game. And where was it? I don't even remember. Chicago. It was, it was Chicago. And like, if I'm a Michigan State season ticket holder who, like, I'm paying a PSL, right? Like, mm -hmm. and that PSL is based on the idea that I get some marquee home games. And then all of a sudden, Penn State flits off to Detroit. I'm like, why am I doing this? So, yeah, it's, I mean, Michigan's not the only university that's got some process issues in the athletic department. Well, so they, in the article, which there were some, some parts of the article that I didn't understand. So one guy, one industry insider said the deal's not done yet. Uh, yet another industry insider is talking like the deal is done. They're scheduling games. I don't know how you schedule games on a deal that isn't, that isn't done. But at any rate, the, the piece that was really noteworthy was like, okay, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, are they are vehemently opposed to yeah. November night games. But I you know, vehemently opposed to November night games. I have to be there. I hear, but but, but they said, but then they say, all right, but Penn State's making some concessions. Ohio State made a concession. They're going to have the latest night game uh, in stadium history, November 11th, when they host uh, Michigan State. So they made a concession so far, absent from that Michigan. Sounds like Michigan isn't making any concessions here. We got the biggest stadium in America. We got fans who are kind of ticked off about all the stuff going on with ads and stuff. I, I, I mean, that's a smart thing to do. Like, you want a concession for me? I have all the money I need. No, like that's, I'm not making a concession. I don't think that's what it is. I think that they're going to make Michigan play USC this year. That's fine. If if we play and, USC in oh, in, in LA at night. That's fine. I don't care. I mean, yeah, but we're also playing Ohio State. We're also playing Texas and we're playing Oklahoma. That was going to happen anyway. Yeah. I'm you saying mean, that, like, when they were doing the schedules, it's not going to be a balanced schedule. That's my guess. Okay. My guess is that Michigan what? State did some horse trading here, and they said, fine, we'll take the bad, ugly games. In return, they want to have an easier schedule. Uh, it's fine. It's a 12-team playoff, right? I don't care about that anymore. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess you deserve you, to be I, in your end. I was wondering about that. Like, okay, you can. What what did you get for making that concession? So that's an interesting theory there, uh, Seth. But look, I was under the assumption that Michigan was going to be playing USC anyway. Right. <laughs> out, right. out the when gate, they added that anybody to the Big Ten, and Michigan doesn't play them immediately. <laughs> yeah, that that was going down. Yeah. So remember you know, the Penn they, State series? They're like, oh, Penn State's in the league. Michigan's going to play them right away. The the interesting thing to me about the Thamel are article, and this is a quote, uh, there are no long-form contracts been given to the athletic departments, uh, which includes the fine print details, which to me says there are no contracts. I mean, anyone who's done this stuff knows that the devil is always in the details, <laughs> always in the fine print. They're always the make or breaks in contracts. And, and, and so I'm not sure that anything has actually been agreed agreed to it's oh. like me walking into a bmw dealership and say hey i really like that car we they're saying we'd re really like to sell you the car and then they and then we talk about the fine print detail which so, is what's the price so you know i i it started the preliminary sort of exploration into this so this is very very tentative uh, and preliminary my understanding but one thing that i was hearing from a uh former big 10 higher up is like look you gotta understand so the, the big 10 has their agreements with the, with the schools, right? The, these media rights agreements with the schools. And then the Big Ten, they go out and they make 
these these deals with with the networks. And then there's a process of making these things align. Things that they may promise that you know is there some interpretation among the schools that hey because you you can't really promise that or you know are we really obligated to do that there's this reconciliation of things ira brought up an example that's not related totally related to this but he said hey maryland just came out and they were going to do a, a pay-per-view video thing on their website and the big 10 came in and said you can't do that because we own all the media rights to your to your uh to your website you know all the video rights to to your institution so my what i think is going on here is that the big 10 they went and negotiated this deal right making some making some promises for things that they thought that they can promise that maybe the schools thought they is this really something that is in the con that they contractually can can offer maybe we have some leeway that we can fight some of these things i think that 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 dance is kind of going on now and i agree with you craig that there are some things that they haven't seen yet. Because that was another tip that I got. I said, don't assume that ADs and presidents have seen this deal. I hadn't read that quote, Craig, but I was talking, looking at my text messages. That don't assume that presidents and ADs have seen this deal yet. So I don't, I don't know how, that, how you could do that, though, and, and think that there wouldn't be some sort of hiccup like this or how some sort of hiccup like this had, hadn't happened before this point uh, when, when these when the institutions and the and the conference have done about Michigan had an issue with uh, with the Big Ten over media rights and how they're what you can do on your website with video and that kind of thing. They had a back and forth about that back in the day. So it's not like this has always been this hunky dory kumbaya. We're we're partners kind of thing. They've been, you know, doing this a little bit over the years. And I think this might be another example of that. Well, the thing that really leaps out about the Thamel article to me is that there's a section where it's like people are debating whether Kevin Warren should get a bonus for this. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's pretty easy to me. Well, he, it's not even in his contract. It, it said in there that bonus isn't in his contract. It's like, right. this is going to do him yeah. a solid. Yeah. You right. Know? This is, like, I mean, this is mind blowing. You're here's right. your I'm, bonus negative $65 million. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, and the most incredible thing is they hired an outside search firm to decide to make the decision over whether he should. So they're paying more money to decide whether Kevin Warren should get a bonus for pissing away $65 million. I'm not so sure that's a hard question. In fact, they could hire the four of us. They could give us five bucks each and we could give them a one word answer. I'll do it for free. <laughs> yeah. That'll meet you. Uh, it, it's going to be, I, I'm interested in seeing what the considerations are for the concessions to the point that Craig was talking about and how much leverage the schools have to uh to to bend to acquiesce to what tony petiti is is asking because that was the other thing i mean was he saying look do it or I'm, we're just going to impose it on you because you, you, you aren't going to have a choice or do the schools really have some sort of leverage where they say you know what we aren't doing it and there's nothing you can do about it you know i i don't know the answer to that question you know do you just did can you just say i'm not playing a november night game period you cannot schedule one Period, or is there something in the contract that says if they say you got to do one, you got to do one? They made if Michigan play that guess. stupid Indiana game a couple of years ago. Like it's it's I, happened. Yeah, if I had to yeah. guess, it's the latter. Um, and Michigan, it, if the 
Big Ten's like, okay, Ohio State's at night, which it never will be. Good job, Fox. We like you. Um, but if they said that, I don't so think why are they call it a choice. concession then? That's what that's what I'm saying. Like what okay, what 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 is what's your incentive to to make a concession? Like what are you giving me? I don't know. I mean, like, this is a cooperative organization, I guess. So like Yeah, I would be I would be feeling not very cooperative. <laughs> Based so. on, you're not cooperating with me if you are representing my interest in this deal. Sure. Right. We're, what are they going to do? I mean, is Michigan going to threaten to leave the Big Ten? No. So, yeah, we're going to go. We're going to go to the Big Twelve. Right. <laughs> we're going to go yeah. to the ACC, where they pay. They pay the big guys more in the ACC. They actually let you keep your money when you go to the playoffs instead of yeah, that's, with new. that's new. That's new. We'll we'll talk about that for in passing on the way out. But yeah, the, the whole idea, you know, Jim Delaney got his big his big uh, bonus because it was in his contract. Yeah. To get a bonus. It's not even in this guy's contract. And he left. <laughs> like, what? You think he's gonna come back so he can screw up some more stuff? Like, what? What are we doing here? This is. I mean, the, the executive culture in this country is just <laughs> bizarre. Yeah, yeah. My my last thing, because I said you know things I want to find. out. I want to find out what what they're getting for making this concession. But the bigger thing is, what's the process? So he negotiates this deal. How how abreast of the the, the goings on, because this is like the thing. I understand if the institutions aren't aware of what he's doing, the minutia of what he's doing from day to day on every single decision, but this is the decision. So you would think that they would have some idea, some greater idea of what's going on with this negotiation. It just sounds like they didn't. So what is the process? Who does he keep in the loop? Is it the presidents? Is it the ADs? Does he just negotiate and tell them after the fact, completely after the fact? How does it go? We, we don't know, and that's the, the problem. And, in fact, it doesn't seem like the athletic departments even saw any contract. Because I mean, that's how I read the Thamel thing, is that there was no contract that the athletic departments could actu actually read. It's never and, good when you're thinking about an executive's actions and you're reminded of a scene from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is like Mich like Kevin Warren packed all the Big Ten presidents and ADs in a van, and then he cut the brakes, and then he screamed wild card, and they jumped out of the back of the van. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the other thing that, that's mystifying to me is how could Warren think he can sell a game that he didn't own? I have no idea. I, I mean, how do you sell a game to NBC when you when you don't own the game in the first place? I bet he didn't know that. Oh, then that's, that's why he deserves his bonus. Who's, who's, whose job is it to know that? See, it's, <laughs> it's his job to know that. Yeah, right. And that's, if that's the case, then it explains everything else. It explains yeah. it. Then that explains everything else. That explains yeah. how you get to night games without anyone's knowledge and all. Yeah. If he. If that's truly the case, which I'm not saying it's not, Ryan, I'm not saying it's not, because I, I I don't know the any other explanation for how he could do that. Maybe he thought he had power to change that. I don't know, but to sell a game you don't control is mind-boggling to me. Yeah, that one is is just. I mean, the other stuff you could sort of figure out how maybe he would assume X or Y, but on that one, eh, and then to be talking about a bonus. And yeah. then to be hiring someone to figure out whether he deserves a bonus. I mean, this is just bizarre. I mean, maybe right, maybe it's right. Brian's right. It's just the corporate world that. Well, I, 
there's that I don't understand. Thing I've been saying a long time was that people are in, who are in charge of things are just in charge of them for no reason, <laughs> and <laughs> like that just bears itself out. You get this guy, and it's like, oh my god, this guy is like he's he's the best. He's like he, he, we can't live without this guy, and then it turns out that guy is just a guy. And yeah. but they're like, oh, we got to give this guy millions and millions of dollars. When it's like, I mean, he's replacement level. Like, I wonder if he the, thought he controlled the Big Ten network. I, I mean, commissioner. I wonder yeah, if he thought that. I, I think don't know. By the for the fact that he didn't know means that he was under replacement level. It's this possible negative that, war here. Yeah, it's possible I'm, that he didn't care because <laughs> it's like, all right. So I was with the Vikings, and I was like, that's fine. <laughs> now I'm in college. I feel like a defensive coordinator trying to recruit people. I hate this stuff. I want to go back to the NFL. How do I get back to the NFL? I'm going to I'm going to negotiate a really cool top-line package and then I'm going to bolt to the Bears and then <laughs> people can figure out the rest of the stuff that I screwed up later. And now he's with the Bears and the Bears can't be like, "Ah, cuz he wasn't racist. He was just stupid." <laughs> <laughs> so they can't get rid of him. So he's, he's home free. I need to. I need to buy a suit and get an MBA and just kind of wander around looking cool, and then people will give me millions of dollars for no reason. I've tried that; it hasn't worked. But maybe I'm. Did I'm you try so... the looking cool part, Craig? <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought, but it didn't work. Well, well, real quick, you know what? You know what looks cool when you make it to the postseason and you get all the money that you that your program makes when you make it to the postseason. That is the new model in the ACC. You know, they the Magnificent Seven programs that they talked about meeting at ACC meetings with Jim Phillips. And, you know, what, what are they talking about? Are they talking about getting out of the grant of rights? What could they be pushing for? We got a clue from Mike Alford, the, the AD for Florida State a few months back, where he said, look, all the schools getting the same thing doesn't make much sense. Florida State shouldn't be getting the same as like Wake Forest, right? Yeah. Wait. Yes, they should. Why? Uh, on-field performance. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. What, what Florida State aspires to be, right? <laughs> what Florida State aspires to be, if they get to that point, they shouldn't be getting the same thing as Wake Forest. They should be getting more. Ashley Clemson, right? And that is what the ACC has agreed to now, that the institutions, whether it's uh, in winning in the NCAA tournament or winning in the, uh, in the postseason in football, instead of getting the money, subtracting your expenses, and then splitting the rest evenly, now the institution that achieves that goal or, or makes it that mark is going to reap the financial reward from that as well. They believe it'll uh, maybe add another $10 million to the coffers of teams like Florida State and Clemson. What say you about that decision? Well, if that's what they feel they have to do to keep the league together, um, I guess that makes sense. They better watch their officiating. <laughs> no, I'm serious. How, how does that? How is that impacted by this? If if, if it's a zero sum game, if you get ten million or zero, you know you better be careful on who on who's officiating well, it, your games and how and what it looks like. Is this uh, for NCAA postseason or conference postseason stuff? No, no, no. It, it, so it sounds like to me it's just like bowl games yeah. and playoffs. It oh, okay. claims in the CSP, so you get that extra money. Every unit you earn by getting into or winning a game in the NCAA tournament, instead of splitting it amongst the conference evenly, it would in the ACC, it would go all to that one school. Okay, so like the That's ACC can't like conspire to be like, okay, we're gonna funnel this money to Wake Forest. No, no, 
No, so no, but what go, they're going to do is they're that's not, not set an up answer. for the fact they're set up for the, the, their dissolution. When you have a conference like this, if you're not revenue sharing, you are yeah. basically setting yourself up for a future where it's not. As soon as Florida State leaves, Wake's going to make the same amount because they weren't going to get that money anyway. So you're just you're creating the origins of the destruction of the ACC is what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't mean, know what choice they have. Maybe we can give them records. No, no, maybe no, this no. is just staving off the inevitable, uh, Seth. I mean, yeah. you they, know, you, you're prolonging because they, 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 the end game here is that the players are going to get a piece of the TV contracts. These schools are all putting themselves in a position where they can afford that. The teams are jumping in the SEC and the Big Ten right now. That's what they're positioning themselves for, and that's what these teams in the ACC are positioning themselves for. That's what the yeah. schools and the rest of the country are positioning themselves for, and that's why it's important right now. Yeah. All right, fellas, you have a happy and safe holiday weekend. Appreciate you as always. Love my roundtable crew. Go to mgoblog.com. Check them out and man, lay off, Brian. You know, don't make it. Don't make life hard. I'm talking about whoever it was that was, uh, you know. The, oh. I don't know what they were putting on the board that were driving you. Nah, nah, it's all right. Get off this message board. Sorry. Anyway. Get off of my message board. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get out of here, folks. We're off tomorrow, so we'll see you on Monday or Tuesday here on the Michigan Insider of Sports Talk 1050 WTK, the ticket, the official voice of the University of Michigan Sports Ann Arbor, a the station.